wait a sec, because I feel like crying. <laughs> is basically that I'm this I'm in this ongoing state of crisis I struggle with uh, mental health issues uh, more precisely with borderline and with um, body dysmorphia mm -hmm. and I don't know how to um, basically just ground and how to find my path and how to find um, relief or, or not, not relief but like enough safety to even sort out my life because I feel like everything triggers me. Sorry, I'm like super. Okay. I'm not coherent, I know, but like, yeah, this is basically my main issue. Okay, the issue that you've got is that borderline, what you're describing, this like state of, uh, what I call it is, is like a, a broken glass state, right? You feel like this fragile thing. You feel like broken glass. Anything, yes. lightest little thing. Oh, another yes. another way that I um, another thing that I I call this is burn victim personality. You what? Know that, what? Like a burn victim personality. When you have a yeah, yeah, I relate to this too much. So the issue with this is that it's a developmental trauma. Yeah. Okay. So what, what I mean I, by that? I feel like developmental trauma is like the one thing that cannot be undone and i don't fuck it like i feel like this piece of information doesn't help me because i cannot do anything with this you can actually if you understand that it's developmental trauma then you'll know what to do the problem is is that society hasn't created the centers that need to be created yeah, exactly this is what i mean like what the fuck should i do if like there are no sensors for my issue you have to know what issue you have you have to know exactly what needs are required by that issue and try to get those in a roundabout way. Um, borderline okay. people with yeah, borderline. I'm trying to do this. Actually, I'm really trying to do this. Like, so fucking hard and powerless to do this because I, I don't know, I'm literally like at the mercy of everyone. I know that's exactly what it feels like, but what a, what a borderline is missing is the experience of a safe, consistent mom. Yeah. It happens when mom was either a threat in and of herself or was inconsistent enough that there was no validation for the child's selfhood. So I want you to just think about no validation and like circle that. So whenever okay. the... Rosemary, I've studied your stuff like... <laughs> like I know all your stuff like by heart. I know I like validation like crazy. So, so here's the thing. So how can you get, how can you in your life have a person who wants to be with you all the time? I don't fucking know. Cause like I haven't found this person. And like all the people that I find were like this thing that could have been this thing that I need, but never were. And I feel so like, I feel like my life is on pause until I find this person and can find happiness and can find enough relief to like move on with my life, but like it's so hard. Like I just don't find this person, and I feel so powerless to this life, basically. Well, can I, I hate. I actually even hate. Like I hate the fact that I rely so much on people, and that my life is literally on pause until I find this person. It's not on pause until you find the person, because a lot of the issues that have to do with borderline personality have to do with elements that are internal antagonists. So what I mean okay. by that is that 
so when a mom invalidates you all the time, when you have emotions, but they stuff those emotions back on you, right? You develop an internal part that continues to do that. And that's what's actually creating the stuckness within yeah. the borderline personality. It's what's making it ultimately so that, so that somebody who's got borderline is so impossibly hard to be with that people leave. It's not actually, yeah. it's, this is what's happening, right? When you have an emotion, you're already immediately, without even aware of it, invalidating your own emotion. And so the part of you that's got the emotion is fighting for the truth what of the emotion. Can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. Like, what does invalidating immediately my emotion even is? Because, like, I don't know. Like, I know the term, but, like, if, what am I doing? I don't get it. Like this, for example. If I was to show you those two parts inside you, let's say that... Um, somebody does something to gaslight you, right? You're, they say something yesterday and you're like, why did you say that to me yesterday? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say anything. Yeah. You'll have a part inside you that's like, this is not okay. That's ridiculous. Like, first of all, I'm terrified. That's not true. 100% you said that. You said that yesterday, right? So you start to get afraid. So fear is the first thing that comes up in response to gaslighting and also self-distrust. You start to feel crazy, right? But what happens with in, inside of, of somebody with borderline personality is they've got this other part that's the internalized mother. And it's like, maybe you are the one that's nuts. Maybe you're the one that's going crazy. Maybe, look at you, you're losing your temper again. It starts to turn against the other one. Okay. So we call yeah. it, it's basically negating everything you feel. Yeah. And, and a lot of yeah. people who have, have got that um, developmental disorder, what they're not really even aware of is that internal invalidating voice. It's, al it's almost like it's outside of their own awareness. So you've mm -hmm. got to like, step back enough to notice that voice to realize that the second you feel an emotion, there is immediately an internal war. And this is where the whole, well, this is where like a, something that's a small fire turns into this massive explosion because you've mm -hmm. got that going on where the one inside is like, maybe you are the one that's wrong. Maybe you're mm -hmm. the one that's being ridiculous. Maybe you should just let the slide this time. Look at you, you're losing mm -hmm. your temper. And this mm -hmm. one has to fight now for what, mm -hmm. it, for what it feels and believes. And so this fight escalates. Yes. I know you know what it is to be in a relationship where the fight escalates on the external, right? The more that somebody you know, negates what you're feeling or saying, the more intense you have to become. Th that's happening on the inside. But all the person on the outside sees is this person that goes from park to fifth in 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah, okay. Can I ask you my, like, now you made me want to, like, ask you the, my, what the fuck should I do? do? Do you understand that all of what you're describing is about not having parts that can internally regulate you? See, when, when you're younger, right, and you have a, a, a parent who is regulating the child's emotions, what that means is, is recognizing the child's emotions, acting like that emotion matters, Validating the child's emotions, meaning I see that this is what you're feeling, and it makes sense that this is what you're feeling. That's validating, um, and then helping the child to resolve that that emotion, meaning thinking things and doing things that show the child that they can improve the way that they feel. That whole process is something that enables it becomes internalized. So it becomes yeah. what the child then develops is a part. Yeah that can regulate or multiple parts. Mm -hmm. 
So there is an internal part that recognizes the emotions, that understands that it's important, that realizes there's a valid reason for why they feel the way they feel, and that starts to come up with solutions to improve the feeling. Because that is not a process that occurred within you, you have no parts inside that are playing that role for you right now. Exactly. Yeah, but this is the issue. Like, do I create them now? Like, yes. Yes. But like, I actually try to do parts with this kind of stuff specifically, like a lot of time. And I don't have those parts within me. Like, I only have like the children within me. You do have those like parts. Super dysregulated children who doesn't know shit. Like, don't know what to do in that moment. You understand that you're a fractal, right? Of the greater universe. I don't really be believe this, but yeah, I know the theory. <laughs> you have every part within you, everything. Whether it shows on the outside or not is a whole other thing. Whether it's been developed or not is a whole other thing. So I want you to start to think about you have this internal system, right? And this internal system is, is either in an arrangement that's functional or in an arrangement that's not particularly functional, given your situation. But you can change that system. You can start to resource parts. You can bring parts forward to do a job that has not been done within your system before. Okay. So and do I basically do parts work? Like, what, what, do I, what should I do? Like, do parts work? Will I, like, create parts? Or, like, what do they <laughs> You find parts within you that exist. Okay. Like, for example, you can, you can get into a chair and you can say, um, I choose to assume the consciousness of the part of me that's capable of regulating emotions. Okay. Or capable of validating my emotions. And you do the same thing you would with other parts. You want to get to know that aspect. What is it like? And one person's internal regulator might be like a secretary type personality. Another person's regulator type might be like a, you know, very wise spiritual maternal type. And then mm -hmm. ask questions like, well, why, you know, where have you been this whole time? Why did you mm -hmm. step back? Why did you never step forward? Oh, so you're sort of coming okay. to know them. And then you make an agreement as to what role that part is going to play in Laura's life, right? Okay. And then once it steps in like that, all you got to do is make sure there's no parts opposed to it. And if there is, you just work with those parts. Because anytime you create a structural change within the internal system, obviously it causes all these subsequent changes. So there might be another part that's like, I don't fucking want that. And you sit it down and you talk to it. It's like, you know, when I've done this with other borderlines, what often happens is that you've got parts that are attached to being the scapegoat in the family. That's the only okay, way to yeah. get belonging. And so those parts, yeah. no, I'm not okay with the internal regulator regulating because like I need to be emotionally unstable because if I'm not emotionally unstable, there's no connection with mom. Okay. Can I tell you why? Because a lot of times like in a, in a scapegoat tight dynamic, the mom or the dad, it's usually mom, mom has decided that she hates this kid for whatever reason. You know, it reminds her of what she couldn't be or reminds her of traits that she hates about herself and had to disown. Whatever it is, she turns against this, this kid. And, and so the only way to really fit in is to agree with the, with mom. Yeah, I'm the problem. And then mom gets to switch into the good guy, um, hero role by being like, I'm going to help fix you. So this whole kid's life is being the family problem and being drug around being the one being fixed. So the family gets to be so good for their commitment to dealing with such a problem individual. And like, but that's the only way to belong in that social group. So belonging is literally juxtaposed to, you know, to, to what we're trying to do with having an internal regulator take over. Okay.
So, so within your life, it's all about learning how to deal with emotions. I mean, I know you think it's like this huge, scary, like blown up thing, but that's the problem. When you don't get properly regulated in terms of your emotions as a child, you learn your emotions are bigger than you and everyone around you, which is not the case. So everything in your life, everything, I just want you to simplify it, is about learning how to deal with emotions. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Can I also ask you something about the other issue, like the body dysmorphia thing? Okay, so I basically, my obsession with the thing that's hurting you, and so it's like poisoned water. That's no different yeah. than any, any animal who's been abused. They're dependent on the very thing that hurts them, but they, so it's all about developing safe relationships. And part of that is about you becoming a safe. That's what you do have control over. How do I become safe to other people in relationships? Um, something to know. It doesn't matter how pretty you are. Attraction is going to happen. I know. You're telling me I don't. You're telling me I don't. I on this one to to undo your sibling trauma. CP got me so down and I couldn't get up. Did you have Did you have anybody working you through it, or did you try to do it all by yourself? Uh, I also had someone, but like I. I actually had multiple CPCPs, but like I didn't feel them helping me. I didn't feel helped by them. The point at which completion process does something like that is the point at which you go in, you re-experience the memory, you create what that resolution yeah. is, and you take no steps in your actual physical life to change those things. So it's almost like um, yeah. figuring out those needs within the... No, I get stuck in the, I get stuck in the feeling stage like i cannot bring the resolution i cannot create the resolution i never could with cp well of course it didn't that's not full cp yeah exactly yeah. i got stuck in the like feeling stage so like re-experiencing stage i literally am stuck there in the re-experiencing stage does that surprise you then why it ruined your life because if you get yeah, stuck because i don't know what i did wrong like why didn't i like move beyond it because you didn't know how to regulate emotions. Exactly. <laughs> but like, how? Like, it doesn't like solve this issue. You know what I mean? No, it does. It does. I. You need external regulation. You need therapy, one hundred percent. Whether you get that therapy from somebody who is a, uh, you know, completion process facilitator who's really good at learning how to regulate emotions, or whether you do that with a licensed professional and wherever you are, okay. because okay. A, a therapist, what they specialize in is basically reparenting okay doing what mom didn't do when when you were you know two years old between one and two years old is being okay. able to deal with your emotions and if you get that experience it becomes easier for you to develop these parts so what i've told mm -hmm. you about the ability to bring parts forward to create resources for you uh, to actually mm -hmm. consciously create protective personalities or consciously create aspects within you that can regulate emotions it will be much easier to know you know, how to bring those forward and how to do this whole thing when you've got a therapist on the outside who is literally doing that for you, who is mirroring, who is understanding, who is validating and doing that whole thing. So you'll at least know what you're looking at because I, you know, after talking to you this amount of time, it's obvious that you have an issue with emotions because it's like I'm telling you about something that exists, but you've never seen or felt it. Mm -hmm. So I think working with a, a therapist would make it so that you at least understood what it is you're missing so that you know how to go go get that then. Okay. Yeah. So the thing that will help me with this, like, 
romantic relationship thing is CP and CP. therapist. Maybe is this the, the answer? Yeah. Well, I I wish you were doing CP. Yeah, but like the CP is not going to work if you get stuck in those emotional states. Like, yeah. Well, you got to move past that. If you don't, yes, you'll get re-traumatized. Um, yeah. Re-experiencing something with no resolution is re-traumatization. Yeah. So, so it makes perfect sense why you got to the state that you got into. But I don't want you to say I've done CP because CP is, you did like literally the first X amount of steps of CP. Yeah, but I was actually quite angry because I had CPCPs who didn't know what to tell to me, like what I was doing wrong. So yeah, I, I'm quite angry with this. <laughs> okay, well, I'm totally open to hearing who you worked with and dealing with them myself. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell you now. Maybe on email or so, but like... That's fine, but write me an email because if I've got, you know, I would like to hear the other side of that coin for sure. Okay. Okay. Um. When you start to, to get these sort of needs met by a therapist, where they're able to show you what regulation of emotions looks like and what validation looks like and those types of things, um, then, you know, processes like I offer the completion process and processes like, you know, parts work just get that much better. And, you know, people who, who develop borderline are incredibly intelligent. So I, I have no distrust in your ability to, when you get a resource, you know, like a person who's helping you to regulate emotions to take the most out of all of those circumstances and situations and figure out how to build your resources yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye.